nursing industry is one of the fastest growing career forces in the world today. There are so many issues in the healthcare field these days relating to nurses that simply are not discussed in the media. Welcome to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with Leanne Meyer. Our program will help you with the most relevant information if you're in the nursing field or are planning to enter the industry. Now, here is your host, Leanne Meyer. Hi, this is Leanne Meyer, and this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. I just really want to welcome back uh, all of our rapidly increasing number of listeners. Uh, thank you so much for listening, sharing with your friends and your coworkers. Uh, from what I hear from my producer, uh, there's not anything else like this show um, on for nurses. And it surprises me, and yet it doesn't. It seems like um, there are so many nurses in the world, and yet we don't seem to be real connected. And so this, I am hoping um, uh, that this will be something that can really help us uh, get connected and, and have a, a, a foundation of a desk or a platitude <laughs> a place to be able to come and talk about what goes on for, uh, for nurses. Um, I have been hearing from every type of nurse and people associated with nurses, such as employers, patients, relatives of nurses, and so many more from seven different countries. Um, We're going to continue doing this. I'd like this to be um, a haven for nursing issues. Um, If you know people who would love to sponsor the show, there are many ways to do that. Um, So just contact me at Leanne Voice America at gmail.com and I would love to have a conversation with you about any of your thoughts. So um, today we are doing a show called Nursing Career Reality Check and in fact I am so happy to welcome back my guest Lenore Rockler. She's a career counselor for adults in transition and has done a lot of work with nurses. She um, is joining me today for our second show together uh, what the first show was called, What Does It Take to Be a Nurse? And that is still our number one most listened to show. So we decided to bring her back and see what else we can learn. So Lenore, can you refresh our memories on a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm, I've been a career counselor for over 20 years in about three different areas. I used to work in human resources and I also worked in um, job placement for injured workers in the work comp system. That, that's where I really got my feet wet in the nursing career field. And um, currently, I'm helping to teach uh, a career path course in Leanne's class, a refresher class at Normandale Community College. And that has been really great. Our nurses have really appreciated Lenora's input. She's got a broad background, lots of very common sense things uh, for us to learn. So our show is called Reality Check. Um, talk to me about um, how you see that and, and how, we, um, how we can learn about that. Sure, Leanne. Um, it's good to reflect back on our last show where we identified a lot of different career paths in nursing and so now I thought and um, as a career counselor it wouldn't be um, a good idea just to leave you hanging <laughs> so this show is going to fa- fa- um, feature methods for d- identifying your actual career goal believe it or not and there is a method to the madness here and that's what we mean when we say reality check it's really important 
to kind of hone in on your own individual needs as everyone is different here and everyone has different needs versus wants, which is my first area that I would like you all to think about. So I, I often tell my clients sitting in front of me, and you're all my clients now, I guess I will consider <laughs> you, and, and I'd like you to sit down with your family or yourself or a friend and uh, look at what you need right now just to get by. So obviously, you know, you'd look at your economics, what it costs for you to live, and what time you have available. So if you have four or five children around, you probably have less time than other people. Take a look at what other needs your family has right now today. And that would be more about what you need. So once you do that, that, that's what I consider to be a reality check right there. So now we'll take a dream check, and uh, after making that list of what you need, take a look at what you want. And so that list probably is going to be also, again, you're going to take a look at economics. Maybe you want to make more money than you're making right now. You're going to maybe take a look at va- uh, your value system, what's important to you, what kind of scheduling you might want whether you want to work part-time or full-time, and um, dream a little bit bigger than where you are right now, and hopefully you'll get there. I was thinking uh, when you were talking about the reality check aspect of uh, what your goals are, what you want to accomplish, one of the things that I found is um, people think about what they would like to make uh, for a living, but they don't always think about what's the minimum they can accept in order to be able to take the job. So by doing what you just said about going through and what are your expenses and what do you need, sometimes we, um, if we haven't actually put them down in print like that, we, we don't have a really strong idea of exactly how much we do need to be making in order to accept a job. Yes, uh, Leanne, that's right. And a lot of people seem to kind of fall into jobs a, a lot. A lot of it is driven by economics. But uh, to be mindful of that and realize that you don't have to be stuck in that necessarily just because you fell into a job. So um, the other part of making a list is I take a look at your value system. And I have like a long list of values, but you can come up with your own. You know, what are your work values? You know, what's important to you? And um, for instance, do you like to supervise people? Do you like to help people? Do you want to be involved in um, recognition, competition, responsibility, Do you want to influence people? Do you want to live in a certain area? Do you want autonomy in your life? These are values, things that are important to you, and um, it's a good idea to know that ahead because, you know, if the number one most important thing to you is work-life balance, you may want to think about that going further into nursing. Especially, and, and actually as we go forward, that's something that's going to come to the fore a lot more where nurses can ask for more uh, specifically what they want just because nurses are so badly needed that employers will have to look at ways to incorporate what the nurse wants. So if you want to be able to be there when your child leaves the bus, goes to the bus, and be there when the child comes back, then that might be something that gets worked out as a specific kind of, of shift for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the reality of your life is very different than my life, for sure. And so nobody else can know what that is. And so it's up to you to kind of start thinking about that and determining what 
where how are you going to get to your end goal? So I want to point out one of my uh, fun websites. I'm going to give you about three today. But one of them is called My Next Move. And you can actually um, Google My Next Move and this will pop up for you. It's a fun, quick way to take a look at a variety of careers. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what it said uh, regarding registered nurses since we are talking about nursing. In my next move, there's um, there's just a little video that you can actually watch about nurses. I'm not sure how accurate it is because there's a lot of different nursing jobs out there. But, um, you know, it can get you started thinking, what does a nurse do? What do they look like if you have no clue? So that's, a you know, a delving into it in a very bottom um line mode. Then take a look at, there's a section there called knowledge. What is the typical knowledge a person would need to be in nursing? This is not really fine-tuning your classes you might take, but it's, it's a general knowledge of things. And it includes health, business, math and science. Well, that explains why I didn't go into nursing myself. <laughs> but um, I talked to a lot of people and they said, well, I went into nursing because I really liked math. And I go, okay. <laughs> And um, believe it or not, if you have a strong interest in English language and arts and humanities. And then if you go further down on that website, take a look at the skills area. And there's a basic list there of some skills that are needed to be a nurse. Now, again, we're talking about a registered nurse. And there's a lot of different types of even registered nurses. And where they work, Matt, changes too, wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. Um, There are times when I am... uh, talking to people or even as I'm, I'm getting people who are asking to be um, connected with me on LinkedIn and they have so much alphabet soup behind their name I have no idea what some of those letters are and uh, it's kind of fascinating as I then connect with them and find out what they are doing and many times it's they've added onto their RN by adding an MSN or one person had an, added an MBA and then uh, gone into a PhD in nursing and, you know, just uh, kind of kept adding to her education level so that she could get to the level of um, uh, performing that she wanted to be at and that she felt she could be listened to, that people would actually um, take her as an expert uh, in, in, like you said, in business and some of the other areas. Well, that makes a lot of sense if you're currently in nursing or even a nursing assistant at a really uh, beginning level. Um, you can keep adding to that alphabet soup, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the skills section. And then there's a little tiny bit about your abilities, what you can do. And um, there's four things for sure that you want to take a look at. You know, do I like to verbalize? Can I communicate with people? Um, I don't want you to think that you have to be an extrovert necessarily to be a nurse. It doesn't say that. Um, You want to have some abilities with uh, logical thinking and problem solving. Wouldn't you agree to that? Absolutely. Yeah. And what we call critical thinking, which goes a step further than logical thinking, it incorporates intuition, it incorporates um, your knowledge base, uh, your understanding of the situation, there are all kinds of things. So if you're somebody who can look at a situation and fairly quickly bring together what the needs are and, and come to some uh, a variety of decisions that are possible and then choose from those possibilities, um, that's 
could be could be that you would be a very good person in nursing. Sure, Leanne. And wouldn't you also think uh, being able to pay attention to some details mm-hmm. <laughs> would be real important? So if details don't interest you, I'm not so sure nursing would fit your uh, interests. Um, a visual understanding, certainly, too like understanding pictures and understanding how uh, things group together might be um, Mm -hmm. a piece to that ability. Those are things that you're kind of natural at, and um, Mm -hmm. you're you're either born with them or you're not, don't you think? Well, yeah, and um, actually in the session that I had talked about Myers-Briggs earlier, we talked about how uh, the, the largest number of people attracted to healthcare in general are people who have a sensing and feeling disposition. But um, the sensing is mainly uh, people who uh, like to do things the same way. They like to uh, come up with policies and procedures, and they like to teach Mm -hmm. people how to do those procedures. They like to have them all written down in a book. Um, They like to use all of their senses to be able to uh, do their best possible Mm -hmm. work. So many of the things that nurses, particularly in a hospital or clinic, really can uh, rotate around uh, te- technical things or um, uh, task kinds of things, but as nurses go forward, uh, some of that um, more uh, baseline uh, physical ability to use your your senses uh, has to be enlarged mm-hmm. so that you're using again your yeah. intuition. You're you're right. looking at the big world picture. How does your nursing position or your situation, your career fit into that and um, and be able to communicate to other people who have no idea what it is you do. Right. And part of your personality um, should more more than likely is going to involve helping people, mm-hmm. teaching people, and talking to people. I doubt very much a nurse uh, sits in a cubicle all day and uh, ignores people. That's probably not their job description, wouldn't you agree? Well, actually, yeah. in IT and oh, some things like okay. that, nurses do sit in a cubicle and they're more dealing with software oh, and okay. uh, maybe communicating more uh, by typing sure. uh, than actually physically being in front of people. So there's all kinds of different ways that nurses can right. uh, find Perfect fits for them. Sure. Um, you know, uh, par- talking about the personality without getting into a Myers-Briggs discussion. Also, a, um, typical dependability. You know, if you are a dependable type person, I think most nurse careers would require that. Um, stress. Um, not all nursing jobs are created equal. Some are more stressful than others, as we know. But there's certainly going to be an aspect to it. And co- being able to cooperate don't you think that's mm-hmm. definitely part of it? Uh, and integrity is mm-hmm. definitely a piece to that. So this is all at my next move. It's kind of a fun w- website to kind of play around with and take a look at some basic ideas regarding uh, nursing. Are there tests that you can take to mm-hmm. see what your ability would be in, say, math or some of the other areas? Um, well, when I talk further about ONET, um, okay. there's and Career One Stop. Those oh, are okay. two other websites. There's definite tests that you can take to kind of test yourself on, on your interests even. Um, so, And then there's technology. Uh, and you don't necessarily have to know this right away, but there's definitely a, an aspect of technology that's important to nursing. So I just wanted to um, tell you about my next move because it's kind of a fun, easy way 
to go around and start getting interested in nursing. So next, uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to probably talk more about job descriptions and ONET and some more methods into determining your career goal. Okay, this is sounding interesting. Uh, let's get into this a little bit deeper. So we will be going to break. Um, we This is, if you've just joined us, this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse with Leanne Meyer. And I'm here uh, with Lenore Rockler. We're talking about nursing careers and reality checks. What are those things that we can do to be more clear that this is the, the area that we want to be in and that we have... Um, Uh, the skills that will make us successful in that. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Hi, this is Leanne Meyer, and um, I'm here with Lenore Rockler. We've been talking about uh, nursing careers, but also a reality check. So it's sort of like, yeah, maybe I am interested in nursing, but um, I, I maybe need to figure out what is the reality of me being a nurse? What Do I have the skills I need? Um, do I have the education? Do I have the money that is going to be needed to uh, be able to go into that field? 
So um, we've been uh, talking about that and some of the the things that you can uh, look up on some of the websites. So we're going to continue on here and talk about job descriptions, how to read them. Mm -hmm. So Lenore, go ahead. Right, Leanne, thank you. So we're talking about the knowledge and skills and ability for a brief listing of the RN position. So I encourage you to... Just take out the want ads. I know there it's not in paper form right now, but you can go to Indeed or any of the job search sites out there and click click around with registered nurse positions or just nurse titles and um, see what those job postings are because um, you'll often find some great descriptions of what nurses do or don't do. <laughs> and you might be surprised. Um, some of it may sound really good or some of it may not sound all that good. Mm-hmm. And just put in some general titles. You don't have to put in registered nurse. You can just put in nurse and nursing and see what pops up in terms of jobs. If nothing else, it might give you a whole new idea of something you hadn't thought of before. Um, it might even be something that um, is more specific where you're maybe you're looking for um, IT or you're looking to um, work more in a behind the scenes kind of position. So um, add whatever you want to when you're uh, doing that search because nursing per se may not be exactly what it is that you're looking for. I just wanted to mention to Lenore mentioned Indeed. I-N-D-E-E-D. That's actually a website in here in Minnesota, but pretty much every state, and I'm sure in uh, many countries, uh, they have a, some sort of a website like that that gives you an idea of what uh, careers there are out there and uh, uh, j- different things that you would need for those. So tell us about the specifics of what might be on that. On the website? Well, again, these are job postings where employers go out and look for nurses or healthcare people. And so you're, um, since you're not really looking for a job, or maybe you are looking for a job, I I like just using keyword searches. And that's, I would find a website that has a keyword search. Maybe you use monster.com, or maybe you use your local newspaper, but any of them um, can give you an idea of some jobs out there. And so now you pull up a job, maybe you see a job for um, um, an RN surgical nurse. So I encourage you to kind of look at that job description and see if it describes something that sounds interesting to you. This is a way to get a handle on whether or not this even interests you. It might even give you new ideas that you hadn't thought of before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, a, that's another step in the process of identifying your job goal. So some of the things that would be on that um, job description is it's going to tell you how much education you need to have and also uh, what specific uh, type of education. So they may say that not just they want somebody that is a registered nurse, but perhaps somebody who has um, a BSN, which would um, uh, bring you to a little bit a stronger level theoretically, or they might want a master's degree in um, nursing. Uh, they might be looking for specific skills, so there will actually be an area there that will have skills listed, and uh, there will be some very specific things of what they need you to know. So they often, for a nursing position, want to make sure that you're good at writing and speaking as far as communication, and that will often be one that will be listed. Um, 
What other things can you think of that might be in that job description? Well, um, job postings aren't necessarily job descriptions. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between the two. And um, the job description sometimes comes from the human resource departments in different Mm -hmm. places, too. And that's where you start getting details about what they're looking for in terms of education and training and credentials. So hopefully this is going to enlighten you, especially you nurses out there that are looking for a different avenue. Um, it is um, a fun place to be right now, I think, uh, especially if you don't want to necessarily end up in a hospital because I think we're leaning, not not I think, but I know from <laughs> talking to people in the field, uh, away from uh, hospital-type settings for right. nurses. Yeah, so... Um, uh, one of the things that we see is that we're looking toward well care because we realize if we can keep people well um, prior to be, becoming more and more chronically or critically sick, uh, much better possibility of a better outcome in the end. And so um, a few weeks ago, I had three um, uh, education, uh, nursing educators on, and one of the things they talked about is that rather than focusing on areas like Uh, critical care or neurological care or surgical care or things like that where we used to do that where you'd go through different rotations Um, they're looking at a more general overall how do you learn critical thinking skills how do you um, learn to be able to assess situations quickly how do you incorporate resources uh, as you're making decisions and incorporating the ideas of other people so a lot of the training is in uh, a broader sense that then can be used uh, for each of those specific areas that you might have some interest in Yes, Leanne, that's true, and I appreciate hearing all your insights on that because your um, being in touch with current nurses with your refresher course really helps to get that insight. So next, I'd like to kind of shed some light on a little more detail about the nursing career. One of my favorite websites is ONET Online, O-N-E-T Online, and you can just Google that, and it'll pop up. And that information uh, on there really goes into a little more detail about what a nurse does. Um, On the front page, you can find different occupations. You can look at um, crosswalks. You can get some interest testing done on that website. It's really amazing what you can find. The different categories there would be tasks that a nurse does, the tools that a nurse uses, Again, that knowledge, skills, and abilities area and work activities. And then there's even a factor called education and credentials. There's a segment there on interests. Remember, I I mentioned work values. So um, if you can't figure out a list of your own values, go to the work values on Mm -hmm. ONET. And I'll give you some Actually, I can really encourage people to do that because it's like trying to sit down and talk about what's good about yourself. You kind of sit and look at the white page and can't come up with anything. But when you start to see the values that they're listing, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a value for me. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And again, that KSAs, Knowledge, Skills, and Abilities, there's a little bit more of a description on that. Uh, Again, this is is the one I did for Registered Nurse. And what's kind of fun when you look at the first page on ONET, oftentimes it tells you whether it's a bright outlook. And bright outlook is a career path you probably want to consider because it means that it's going to be growing and um, hopefully it won't shrink. It's actually growing. 
How about the other two websites that you mentioned? Um, are you talking about uh, Career One Stop? Right. You were okay. talking about things where you could take tests. Oh, actually, at ONET and Career One Stop, Career One Stop would be a, a re- really good place to go and take some testing there. Um, we're going to get into a little more discussion about that, but yes, there are ways to take tests at ONET or Career One Stop. They are connected to each other. Great. Um, let's see, what else are we going to talk about here? Oh, um, back to the job market area. So it tells you, um, you can look at, um, click on different states at ONET. And so let's say you're tighter Minnesota, which, where I live right now, and some of you want to move. Um, look at the different states. It gives you some good labor market information. And I, I appreciate that information when, um, you know, I'm talking to people that want to get out of various uh, locations. Yeah, uh, labor market information can be at a federal level or it can be at a state level. It even could be in some places maybe at a county level. So it gives you a clear idea of, you know, can I stay in the area I'm in if that's what I want to do? Or do I actually have to move to another area? When I graduated from nursing school, Minnesota was pretty much um, supplying the entire country with nurses. Uh, we seemed to have an overabundance. We didn't need uh, as many nurses in the employment field as what we were graduating. So um, that is something that can happen. You may have to go somewhere for a couple of years to get the experience you want. Right. So, again, my love for ONET. Everybody that knows me knows that I love ONET because you can also click on the very back of it and it's got some links to jobs available. Um, And this is information that comes from the Department of Labor and Industry. It didn't used to be updated information. The Department of Labor and Industry keeps it pretty up to date. And the information I'm giving you right now is 2017. So um, it's good information. So let's see. Let's, now we talked about ONET. Um, Here's another way to... Okay, here's another way to determine what direction you're heading and whether or not you're heading in the right direction. Um, have you ever seen, Leanne, people make mistakes in their nursing career choices? Yes. <laughs> Maybe we could That's share a shocking. Yeah. 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 In fact, I just heard of somebody not too long ago who wanted to be a um, nurse midwife. She got through all of the RN training and most of the nurse midwife training before she realized that was really not quite going to work for her. And so she quit then and went on into another whole other area of nursing, which ended up working out very, very well for her. But that's a lot of guts. I don't know if I'd have that much, that much confidence. Yes, I will admit I've seen some mistakes too, and I guess I'm sharing the mistakes with you because sometimes we choose careers for the wrong reason. Sometimes maybe money is the driving force, and um, but doesn't necessarily mean it's going to fit you and how you do things. I'll give you an example. Maybe I shared this in the last show. I hope not. If I did, sorry for repeating myself. But I remember having a client who was in the IT industry, and IT goes up and down, right? The job market changes constantly. And she decided, well, her family, a lot of people in her family were in the nursing career, so she chose that. And I knew her very well as a client. And I said to her, I just don't know if this is the right fit for you. She said, no, I know it is. It's going to work. And so she went two years to nursing school, and then she got on board um, 
doing her clinicals. That's where you do uh, hands-on, right? Uh-huh. You know more about clinicals than I do. And um, so that's what happened to her. She ended up in a career path that wasn't right for her the first day when she was doing her clinicals. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's at least nice that you haven't put <laughs> extra time into it. We have a caller, uh, Molly from Minnesota. So I'd love to hear from you. And what do you have to tell us? Molly? Oh, is this? Yes. Hi, Leanne and Lenore. Hi. Hi. Hi, this is Molly DeGroote, and I'm a nursing graduate from Leanne's class there at Normandale Community College. I remember. um, Yes, and this is my first time listening to your program, which I'm enjoying hearing all the information. Um, I did have uh, one question maybe you guys could uh, talk about. There there was an article in the Star Tribune newspaper yesterday regarding um, the difficulty for baby boomers finding jobs now um, at the 50-plus age, which is kind of where I'm at. And um, I've been kind of browsing, like you were talking about looking at the nursing um, ads and and that type of thing online and all the different sources. And and it's kind of, for me, it's kind of daunting. I haven't worked for a period of time. And a lot of times they're looking for either new graduates or somebody that has real recent experience. And I just didn't know if you guys had any advice for other nurses in my position that maybe you could uh, shed some light on that. That's a great question, and I'm going to turn it right over to Lenore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm hearing you, and um, I'm a believer in age doesn't matter. Of course, there's the reality, again, where this show is about reality, right? (laughs) The reality of maybe your physical inabilities as we get older. (laughs) So I can't imagine that you're picturing yourself lifting patients or any of that, correct? No, but there is, I, just, I, I, I think that was always my background, and so yeah, that's kind of okay. always I, right. kind of been a roadblock, right, thinking about trying to all the heavy lifting and things required at this time now, right? Right, right. Well, the more training and education you get, the farther away you get from the lifting aspect. I have yet to see an RN, and I could be wrong here, lift a patient, but I'm not necessarily encouraging you to go into a hospital setting but there's so many avenues right now I I don't know what your interest is with older people but oh my gosh you can be in a rehab setting and and help people in that area there's also hospice nursing which is growing and um, it's very medication oriented so there are certainly a lot of avenues if you could just add a credential and there are a little training in there I think you might have it made and by the way being mature and not old (laughs) I don't call uh, a 50-year-old person old and um, is really actually a value to an employer because they know that you don't have little kids at home that are going to be calling you and bothering you when you're focused on your job. Don't you agree? Right. Yeah, that is true. You don't have those kind of uh, uh, daily occurrences. Exactly. What you do have, Molly, is you have a great work ethic. Even if it's just working within your own family, you have had to manage probably a lot of different balls in the air. And those are the things, if you can sell yourself to the employer uh, with uh, some of the things, maybe you've worked for your church or you've worked for the school or you've done you know, volunteer kinds of things, but still you've had to um, adapt and to develop those kinds of abilities. Those are hard to, to just teach to somebody. Some of those things are things that just come 
um, with you as part of who you are. Um, Some really great areas right now has been if you're interested in doing uh, Medicare work. Uh, They have um, the Medicare data sheets that... um, uh, that ha- there has to be a person at least that is totally knowledgeable about all the different areas of Medicare and what's required um, that we do for those patients in order to get reimbursed. And so it's vitally important um, people that have some uh, you know, background in a general of nursing uh, maybe have dealt with older people, either your own parents or uh, people around you. Um, they do have uh, classes that you can take for it. But I know right now that every time I talk to um, uh, facilities, especially uh, senior care, they are definitely looking for people who have the ability to do that. Another thing I've been hearing about that I hadn't heard about before, again, related to long-term care, is many places will have somebody who just admits and discharges patients. So they aren't actually, again, doing the physical things, but what they're doing is doing the assessments, um, filling in the paperwork, making sure that things have gotten started and that the communication to those people who will be caring for that patient are very, very clear. So those are... um, just some of the the different ways that uh, someone uh, who is uh, what, what I want to say seasoned that's the word we used to use uh, <laughs> rather than somebody who is you know fresh out of nursing school uh, somebody who has uh, a variety of background uh, that they can draw on so those are some areas and again just what um, Lenore was saying by going on ONET in different places you may come across some Uh, positions that uh, are much more maybe on a phone or something on that order. So yeah, does, I haven't heard that of that. Help? I own it, so I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try that. Good. I haven't heard of that website. So great, thank you very much, ladies. Great. Thank, okay. thank you for calling in. I thank you. That was a question. really good question. I know that there are a lot of people that have that question. Right. Yeah. And um, insurance companies hire nurses yes. all the time, and yes. I know this from the work comp background that I did with nurses, but they're still hiring, and they want people with a nursing background, so um, Mm -hmm. maybe that sounds boring, but it um, could be a Monday through Friday job, which would be nicer than weekend work. Um, One of my coming up shows is going to be about entrepreneurs, nurses who have come up with great ideas and then followed through, so there's really a lot of uh, different things that people can do, uh, and asking other people, what have you done that are in your, your age range? So we're going to go to break here. Again, we've been talking with Lenore Rockler about nursing careers and the reality check of how do we know if we're a good fit? How do we look for jobs? um, How do we pinpoint what is going to be best for us? So we will be back in just a little bit. We do appreciate you calling in, and that number again is 818-866-472-5792. Thank you so much for listening. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events 
to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Welcome back. And again, if you're just uh, checking in with us, we are talking about uh, nursing careers reality checks. And I'm here with Lenore Rockler, my good friend, and also somebody who had worked a lot with me when I was asking some of these questions. So um, we've gone over different websites to to look at, different uh, training and testing that you can do. But let's talk about um, getting into even a little more detail when you're trying to figure out uh, fine-tuning what you want to do. So what would be some other ways, Lenore, that somebody could fine-tune what area to go into? Sure, Leanne. Well, I am a big fan of informational interviewing, and I don't. that sounds scary to a lot of people. <laughs> so let's make it as simple as possible. The first thing you might want to know is asking people in a healthcare career field um, can be daunting, especially if you're an interview introvert. But um, people do like to talk about themselves, you'll find. <laughs> and all you have to do is say to them, gee, um, hello, doctor, if you're talking <laughs> to a doctor who's extremely busy, or yeah. hello, nurse. <laughs> I'm thinking about becoming a registered nurse someday or whatever your goal might be. And say, I'd love to talk to you for get five minutes. Make sure you give them a timeline so that they don't think you're going to uh, bog them down for 10 minutes or an hour and just say I have a few questions for you could you help me out here and so some ideas for you would be the goal for you would be to find out several things Um, what is it like to be a nurse and so the first question might be tell me about what your day is like you know give me a, uh, a picture of that especially if you're talking to a nurse in the field and then I always like to ask people, well, are you happy in your job? <laughs> and if they say, no, I'm not, you could ask them why. Or if they're happy, you ask them why they're happy too. And ask them why they chose that career. And another question that's good, um, I like to ask people, well, where did you get trained? How did you get into this? 
um, because boy, that can really vary widely and greatly. And uh, and also then um, ask them about the job market. But when you ask them about how they got the training, <laughs> that's the topic we're going to talk about now because it can be very daunting, don't you think? Before we go on, though, I, I want to mention too, it doesn't have to be that you've run into somebody. Um, for informational interviewing, I've had a lot of luck with, um, you know, maybe somebody's told me about a manager or, or somebody in a particular area that I'm interested in. So it would be to call that person and make an appointment. And just like Lenore was saying, you do want to say, you know, how much time do you have for this? And they might say five minutes, ten minutes, or they might say I've got a half hour. The important thing is that when you do go in and meet with them, remember you're not asking for a job. You're asking asking for information about what they do. Uh, Otherwise, they can get on the defensive, and it cuts short um, the information uh, quite a bit. So um, when you're asking your questions, I usually have them write down, like, those are great questions that Lenore just gave us. You know, four or five questions, and then circle two or three that you absolutely want to get answered no matter what, and then ask those at the beginning. Um, And then... um, Watch the time period. So even if they're talking along, you're having a great discussion, be sure you check at the time that you've agreed upon and find out if it's um, uh, if they need to leave or you know they need to end the interview. So all of those just show that you really have a lot of appreciation for their time too. Um, beyond inter- informational interviewing, you probably want to start exploring the training aspect. And uh, with the informational interviewing, aside from finding out about that, find out whether they had a good experience at their school or a bad one. Because just last week, I talked to who I thought was a nurse at the dermatologist. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm terrible for asking questions of everyone in a medical field, but um, they seemed to like it. And I said to her, are you a nurse? And she said, yes, I am. And I said, really? I said, what kind of nurse are you? It was the person that was doing most of the work in the office. And she said, well, I'm a medical lab technician. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> but she said, qualified it and said, but I am planning to become a nurse. And this is how I'm starting. Um, again, um, we don't always start as a nurse, right? <laughs> right. Um, so I would encourage you to um, evaluate various trainings. And one of the credential sites, um, and then credentials means a lot of different things to a lot of different people, is Career One Stop. Um, I think I've mentioned now three website, and Career One Stop is a good place to get uh, information about trainings. It's, it's amazing what you could find there. Yeah, under training. So should we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> okay. Uh, where did you go to school? Come to think of it. <laughs> as long as you're here. Well, that's kind of funny. I went to a three-year diploma program, and those schools are no longer around for the most part. They were <clears throat> called hospital-based nursing, and you got a lot of experience in the hospital, and I really appreciated that as I went forward. And then... Um, and that was in Duluth, actually. And then I went to a BSN program through Metro State. And I don't know about other states, but Minnesota is having a situation where no matter how you come into the healthcare, like you might come in as a nursing assistant or LPN or something like that, but they already enroll you with those next levels so that if you decided after you finished 
your LPN that you wanted to become an, uh, a BSN, you're already enrolled with the state, uh, what we call MINSCU, which be Minnesota State Schools wow. and Universities. And um, so that's just incredible to be able to just take those steps so that whatever you're learning in the earlier stages are going to build right on top of what you're going to learn as you go forward. Um, yeah, Leanne, that's very, very interesting. I didn't know that. Um, so I, when talking about training, having been a career counselor for a long period of time and dealing with many training programs and schools, I just want to put a note in front of the reality check and add in there, buyer beware. And all I'm trying to explain to you is how you choose a school um, can be daunting and difficult. So there's many different ways to go about it. You can't necessarily rely on the school themselves, unfortunately. But you can ask some good questions, right, don't you think? Um, One question you can ask the school is, how many people graduated from this nursing program and were succeeded? Now, of course, you want to be more specific than that. Many times the school will say, well, 99% of the people in our nursing program um, got jobs. Oh, well, then you're going to say to yourself, well, that sounds really good. But you might want to dig even further and say how many of them were jobs in nursing. So um, you want to be kind of like a detective at the school. I hate to say it, but schools, you know, they're great on wanting to get you as a student, but they're not always good at connecting the dots with the job. So you want to ask them that. Uh, One thing along with that that's a really good question Mm -hmm. is – asking them how many of their students uh, pass their boards on the first Ooh. try. Yeah. And that's uh, really important because uh, if they have a, you know, maybe 50% of their students pass on the first try and have to do a couple of tries, maybe that's not the place you want to go. Going to some place where the great majority or all of their students pass tells you that they're giving enough uh, support and training that you get everything you need to be able to do the the um, boards and pass them. Well, that's a really good uh, point there. I hadn't even thought of that, but then you're the nurse and I'm the career (laughs) counselor, right? Um, So another aspect to that would be um, choosing what type of learning you do best at. And some of these schools actually have a lot of online training. Is that right? I've seen that. Yes. And um, it might not be good for you as a person that wants to um, get out and be with people. It might not be your best method for learning. So you want to kind of take a look at how do you learn best? Do you learn better by discussion? Do you learn better by being with a group of people? Um, so, And when you discover that about yourself, ask the school. When you go to the school, what is the method of teaching? Or is it going to all be classwork or is some of it going to be online? Um, Also, how closely are you being monitored by an instructor? Um, If you're doing it all online, uh, is there somebody who's actually following the work that you're doing and giving you some feedback as you go along? Um, One thing I've been learning from my uh, nurse refresher class is many of them say that they feel like even if they were really a good nurse when they were working and before they took their break, um, they come back with um, some fear and some um, concern about whether they can still be a really good nurse. And they're, they're looking, they need some confidence boosting. And that's something that an instructor and also being in a class with other people where you can talk to other people, 
find out what they're doing and and get some um, input from them on how they see what you're doing. Um, Yes, that's absolutely true. And then uh, it's also important to maybe talk to the employers if you can. Maybe a relative of yours or someone works in um, at a clinic or a hospital or a rehab facility, definitely talk to them if you can. It wouldn't have to be the HR person, but maybe a manager of uh, a different department and ask them, what schools have you hired from? Um, that's a really good hint as to what schools are um, putting out good nurses, <laughs> right? Yep. Um, so those are ideas that we have in terms of training and finding a place. Um, I hope that you don't choose a training school just because it's around the corner from you. Um, you may have to drive a, a little bit of a distance to get a quality education and uh, get the credentials that you need. Um, so we probably want to review now a little bit more. We can. Uh, one thing along with the, the training is when you're looking for a place to train, along with asking um, you know, employers and various different people, uh, be sure you, you ask the school for references, for people that you could talk to that have graduated from their school, and uh, not only how the school uh, worked for them, but then whether that uh training was valuable to them when they got into their place of employment. So a lot of this ends up being what we call networking, where you're talking to everybody. Um, You can talk to the person that's the cashier at the grocery store because somebody behind you might hear and say, oh, I know about that, or I went to this school. Um, You just never know who is going to be the person that has the exact right information for you. That's right, so, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's review just a little bit then. Okay. Um, I was just reading here in front of me this information from Career One Stop, which is a great place to find certifications, apprentices, and it says there's over 80 training programs. So um, take a look at that and listen to some ideas that we gave you here and employer help and other nurse help to really identify what's going to work for you and what isn't. To review here, I guess I would start with um, giving yourself a reality check, reality meaning what's good for you now and in the future. Set a short-term and a long-term goal (laughs) so that you don't feel overwhelmed by a a goal that might take five, six, seven years even. Mm -hmm. So those are my biggest recommendations. Those are great, and this is all of the all of these are reasons why I really appreciate having Lenora come and talk with us. Um, I really want to thank you also as our audience uh, for tuning in and. Uh, Also, for any ideas that you can give us going forward about things that you'd really like to know about. So, uh, your interest, your support, ideas uh, for more shows will continue to grow and deepen the value of this show. So, thank you and keep communicating. Uh, Programs coming up in the future will include a deeper dive into safe conflict resolution, men in nursing, nurses as entrepreneurs, and many, many more things. So I really want to hear what your pet topic is. Uh, let me know at leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. And my name is spelled L-E-A-N-N-E, and then voiceamerica at gmail.com. Thank you again for your attention, for your input. Uh, it's becoming very exciting to feel that connection, not just in Minnesota and this country, but in several other countries where nurses want to talk. Thank you for, for tuning in.
Thank you for listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with your host, Leanne Meyer. Be sure to join us again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a productive and insightful week.